0: You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it's the Locked On Syracuse podcast on a Monday. Thanks for listening. As always, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use our promo code LOCKEDON, all one word. You'll get 20% off your next order. At BuiltBar.com. All right, Tim Winter, Tyler, Rocky, Ty. I, I guess it's time to just get all the kumbaya meetings out there. Get just your throw them out there.
1: We're, we're <laughs> grave digging today, Tim. That's what we're doing.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I, I'm not surprised at what happened. No, against I mean, we kind of hit this on the head in our
1: preview. I mean, this was everything we kind of expected it to be. Now we did kind of throw out there, were, there were two options, two ways this game could have gone.
0: Yeah. Either right.
1: Liberty's going to run all over this team and run them out of their own building, or they're going to get exposed for the flaws that they have for basically playing a cupcake schedule so far. The former happened. This Liberty team, I'm not going to say they're legit, but they looked pretty impressive running the football in this game. Yeah, I mean. The defense for Syracuse, they, they keep up with their Big 12 tackling syndrome, but 338 yards on the ground. My God, that cannot happen. That can't happen at any level of football. I mean, it looked like everyone was Derrick Henry in high school out there. That's what happens. It's like, have you seen the Derrick Henry high school game log of oh, all the stats? Oh, yeah, staff? it's amazing. It pops in up like videos. once yeah. every couple months on Twitter. You'll find it there.
0: Josh Huff-esque,
1: honestly. Yes, exactly. Josh and
0: putting up numbers. That's
1: what it's starting to look like now on the Syracuse game log in terms of the rushing yards allowed. I mean, every single time you have made three... I won't say unspectacular backs, but you've made three average backs to below average backs look like all Americans now, Like that that's yeah. what's
0: happening with this defense. Look like Floyd Little, Ernie Davis, and yeah. not just any all American. I liked you. I like about... the tweet
1: that you spit out on our Twitter account at LO underscore Syracuse, where it, you're they're on Ernie Davis legends field. Congrats. It's your turn this
0: week to look like Ernie yeah. Davis. Yeah. We'll be here all year running backs. I mean, We didn't even get the Josh Mack revenge game. I was kind of bummed about that. I don't know if he was hurt. I don't know if the broadcast ever clarified that. But how about when Shedro Lewis, who, I mean, he does have some speed. I'll give him that. But, like, he just goes right up. I mean, all these runs were right up the middle, too. And Dino said that in the press conference. Right, yeah, Yeah. right up the
1: middle. And you can tell. You can tell before the running back hits the line of scrimmage. You know that this thing's about to go for 60, 70 yards. And it's funny, I was texting with Justin Knight, and he was he was all optimistic when Syracuse got that first touchdown. He's like, hey, maybe this team can do something. I was like, the only thing that scares me right now is if Liberty just starts committing to the run. And I was watching the game on a little bit of a delay. I don't think he had a delay on his TV. And he's like, well, you called it. And then I, I'm waiting for it to happen. And then, boom,
0: right through the hole he goes, yeah. 75 yards. That 75-yard touchdown It sounds like hyperbole. That was one of the most pathetic football plays I've ever seen. I mean, right up the middle, 75 yards, untouched. And Rob Hanna, who is not the problem, I think he's actually been pretty good back there for the most part, just looked like he was in quicksand. And Lewis (laughs) runs by. I mean, I've never seen a safety look slower on that play. And again, the problem is that he got to Rob Hanna untouched on what I believe if i remember correctly it was just a very obvious running situation like we knew what liberty was going to do they were going to run the football we tried to stack the box i mean it's just it was like the bc game last year i tweeted because it, it, they just had no answers it was liberty a former fcs school and not just that, a former fcs school we're talking
1: two years removed from being yeah. an
0: fcs school we're not talking
1: about a decade removed There are guys on this team that were brought on to play
0: FCS football. And that's who you lost to on Saturday, in your own place. I mean, their recruiting rankings, now they do bring in some transfers, sure. And Willis is a talented guy out of Auburn. I thought he looked pretty good, all things considered. But their recruiting rankings are right around 150 every year. So I know there's kind of two camps out there right now regarding the situation. One camp is hey, let's remember Syracuse's entire roster and all our key players are hurt. I agree. I mean, you you have to factor that in. But at some point, like, injuries can only be such an excuse. And in this game, to me, if we're complaining about, like, the talent drop-off that much, that's an indictment on recruiting because this is Liberty. This is a team that is bringing in 150s on 24-7 sports recruiting classes Year in and year out. You tack on a couple transfers, sure, but Liberty lost a lot from last year. They had to replace like one of the best quarterbacks in program history for them. Uh, Antonio Gandy-Golden at wide receiver. They're starting running back. They had wide receivers who were hurt in this game, too. Every team has injuries. Yes, Syracuse has been really bitten by the injury bug. I'll accept that excuse when it's like a Clemson or another ACC team because I get it. It's already a tough tough to compete with other ACC schools in better situations for recruiting and bringing in talent and everything. But, I mean, when it's liberty, it's inexcusable to me. And if you're throwing out the we had to play X amount of freshmen, that's that's an indictment on your recruiting and who you're bringing in and the talent level that this coaching staff is bringing in. And also, when a guy goes 75 yards up the middle untouched, that's a coaching flaw. I mean, that's a problem. And Especially it was... when it
1: happens multiple times. And it's happened yes, multiple right. times week after week after week now. I mean, I- I'm tired of the excuses too from Dino Babers. I mean, yeah, you want to just every single press conference, if you just want to blame injuries and use that as your go-to excuse and s- not injuries, use it as owies. your, your always. Yeah, if that's what you want to do and use that as your excuse for why you're not winning football games, go coach the golf team. Go coach the swim team. Like, there you don't have to deal with the magnitude of injuries that you're going to face when you've got guys going in a collision course at each other 20 miles per hour on the field. All right? You're in the wrong sport if all you want to do is blame injuries. And that's what Syracuse fans are sick and tired of right now. And rightfully so. That's an inexcusable loss. And it feels like we're saying this almost every single week now. That's the worst loss of the Dino era. That's the worst loss of the Dino era. And guess what? I'm going to run it back again. going to run back the same thing I said last week against Duke. That's the worst loss of the Dino era. That was awful. You cannot be losing to a team like Liberty. I don't care. I think, did they jump into the polls? I, didn't, I haven't seen the AP Top 25 yet. Who cares? But Probably. it does not matter. All right? This is a 4-0 Liberty team. Or are they 5-0 now? They might be 5-0 now. Yeah, 5-0. 5-0 Liberty team. But they haven't played anybody. And they've right. played in close games against teams that are outside the top 100 in terms of fpi and and all the other metrics you want to use all right so they are not beating good teams they're hanging with average to very very bad teams and you got steamrolled in your own place
0: yeah you know what's the most frustrating 15 minutes of my week was watching that? the dino babers press conference every oh it's an excuse palooza <laughs> like, yeah, every single time yeah and out you know there. it's I mean, coming the
1: excuse juice is flowing you you can he's like hooked up
0: to an IV of excuse juice every single week that's what it is yeah and i like the guy i mean i i want to root for him i know that he has given us some highs since he's been at syracuse but and again, we can probably get into this discussion some more this week because the hot button topic right now is how much is he on the hot seat and when do you yank the leash and everything. I want to say it's it's going to be more of a hot seat discussion going forward, but I still maintain, as we've talked about, that given the circumstances, given that he just got a contract extension, and also it's COVID and the program's probably not just you know, ready to scrape over money, hand over fist right now, given everything that's going on in the world, they're not going to just pay for two coaches right now. Right. And they're probably not going to even entertain firing Dino until probably the end of next year would be my guess. I think then it becomes really real and John Wildhack better do something. But right now it's just unrealistic to expect him to get fired. And that's coming from a guy who fully expects that they go one in nine. And I guess if I mean, do we have to play a bowl game? Like, can we just sit that one out? I know everyone's, that's the reports that everyone's going to play a bowl game. So maybe it'll be one in 10 technically. I don't think they win another game. I really don't. I mean, there's no game out there that I
1: see. I mean, they're not going to be favored the rest of the way. We know that for sure. I mean, I'm glad you brought this up too, that when you're talking about Dino Babers, everyone, everyone, whether it's Twitter, message boards, you're talking with your buddies, you're in a text chain, every single time you are out to to criticize Dino Babers. Everybody starts like this. I like the guy, but
0: that's <laughs> yeah. how it always goes with
1: him. It is. Yeah. And he's got this charm. He's put up this facade that he's this likable coach that guys want to play for him. And, and all that might be well and true. But at the end yeah. of the day, he's produced one winning season
0: and even my mom and parents are like I like him like he's got that charisma right and th- and they don't follow it closely but that's just the way he he's is got the viral a quote I mean he's
1: he's Mike Leach light he's this offensive yeah. guru guy the who's speeches, supposed to yep. yeah give you these one-liners that are are meant for Twitter and YouTube and at the end of the day now he's not producing now he I mean you're looking at a fourth losing season in five tries That's not good. Like that is not what you were brought in here to do. You were brought in here to, okay, maybe you take your lumps year one, year two, but by year three, we turn it around and maybe we don't get back to 10 and three in year four, but you're looking at seven and six, you're looking at eight and five, something manageable. And then you start to string together a couple above 500 seasons, the recruiting picks up from there. And it's just, it hasn't done that. And you can make all the excuses you want, but Again, I like to always put forth the timeline of when Dino was hired and some of the guys who were hired around that time too. And the situations that some of these people were put into as head coaches. Jeff Brom at Purdue, Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Both of those guys have turned those programs around. You are looking at guys who are putting together competitive programs within their conferences every single year. And they're doing it on the recruiting trail too. And it's a byproduct of the fact they've gone out Won football games, changed over the entire culture, and now look where they are. They're looking at above 500 seasons pretty much every single year until they those coaches eventually move on. Because, I mean, Matt Campbell, that's a guy who could be going to the NFL. Jeff Brom, he could be taking a next step at some point too. And Dino Babers, he's closer to getting fired than taking a next step in my eyes.
0: All right. If you're like me, you probably needed something to take the edge off a little bit after you watch Liberty go right up the middle again for another 60 yard touchdown untouched against Syracuse by like quarter two. I started ripping into Coors Light in this game. It's the only beer out there that's literally made to chill. Coors Light is mountain cold refreshment made to chill cold lager cold filtered and cold package. I'm telling you guys right now the rest of the season just have the Coors Light handy because we know it's going to get tough. If there's another injury or two to a star player, a lot of games by quarter two, we're going to need to go to it. So have the Coors Light handy. Coors Light wants you to know that no matter what sport is on this fall, Saturdays are your time to chill. We're doing enough stressing right now watching Syracuse football. So even if your team isn't playing this year, there are still plenty of teams and sports on TV that can give you the excuse to chill and drink a beer. It doesn't matter what team or sport is playing. Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport or team. Just to drink beer. So flip through the channels, find a sport, and crack open a Coors Light. Make sure the mountains are blue. Coors Light, the one I choose when I need to unwind while watching Syracuse football and the dumpster fire they are right now. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Got to tell you about the best protein bar on the market. That, of course, is Built Bar with new flavors seemingly coming out all the time, including one of my new favorites is the Caramel Brownie and the Cookies and Cream, both of which I recently got through Built Bar, they are awesome. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, they're soft and easy to choose, and the best part of all of this is that even though it tastes like a candy bar, they are healthy for you. They're perfect if you're trying to maintain weight, lose weight, whatever. Built Bar is the way to go. Just take the peanut butter brownie for a second here. 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. That's what you're getting with Built Bar. You are getting a delicious reward for your workout while also making a super healthy choice as well. And right now, Built Bar, a new offer for you here for fans of the Locked On Syracuse podcast and the rest of the Locked On podcast network. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get 20% off your next order. BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, all one word, and you will get 20% off your next order.
0: I mean, I tweeted out how it, it was not that long ago, start of 2019, August 2019, we're sitting there like, is he going to Texas, USC? Like, who's going to try and scoop up Dino yeah, Baber? You're There's wondering how big Florida the State? buyout is
1: of that contract, yeah. so he <laughs> right. can't leave. Yeah. Uh, but no, what when a, I saw what that tweet that you put point. out, like, if you had told me that, all right, at, at that given time, I would have said the reason that this team is struggling right now is because they're on the heels of a coaching change. Maybe Tommy DeVito was everything he was hyped up to be and had left early for the NFL. Some players maybe transferred along with the coaching chains or or had gone to the NFL, and that's why this team had lost a lot of its talents, and now you had a new coach maybe in there trying to shift the program and, and pick up where Dino left off. That's not the case and it's as yeah. far from it as you can possibly get
0: yeah i mean imagine that if you could be if you could time travel and show someone in august 2019 that liberty game now first and foremost take away the fact that they would look at it and be like why the heck are there no fans in the crowd and, and what was going on there i but, mean I mean, that would probably be less shocking state of than the, the program, of the like what what <laughs> like state yeah. of the program really
1: uh, no one goes to these games anymore
0: it's that bad right now? Yeah, it's good there were no fans because they would have been booing for sure. Oh, yeah, I I would hope my favorite part of of bad football teams is the
1: paper bag fans. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that put the paper bags over their heads and go to the games. (laughs) Love, love, love me a good paper bag fan.
0: Yeah, so, you know, you can get into a lot of different things with this game. And I know a lot of people out there. And I'm like I said, I understand the whole we have a ton of injuries. Let's not. I mean, it's a pandemic. It's. Been a tough year, new coordinators, the excuse juice, kind of like that whole thing. I get that, but I had so many people come up to me this weekend or call me or text me and be like, dude, how is Syracuse losing to Liberty? Like, what's going on? And they're just laughing at Syracuse. And that's what it was this week from a national college football casual fan perspective. It was Syracuse as a laughing stock. They're going to be 45-point dogs to Clemson. What is going on? And those people will never understand the fact that Tommy DeVito's hurt and Cisco's hurt and the rest of them and the opt-outs and everything. Like, that, they're playing seven freshmen at one point on defense, right? And Trill Williams comes out of the game and then has to come back in out of what felt like sort of an emergency situation. But it doesn't really matter about the injuries because – Those people will never understand it. And let's be honest, that matters a lot, what the national vibe and perspective is on your program. And right now, Syracuse is a laughingstock. And it was like when Akron ran all over Kuse in the Greg Robinson era. I hesitate to say that because I understand that that was really bleak times. And Dino has given us some highs. And people do, I think, respect Dino nationally just because... They gave him a lot of props for that ten and three season, but right now, what's happening to Syracuse? It's it's hard for people to understand that Liberty is actually a decent team, and it's just everyone laughing at Cuse, and that's pathetic. I mean, that has to take into to some consideration into the whole discussion of where is this program at right now. The casual fan national fan is laughing at cues
1: yeah i mean let's be honest though the, the last how many years now almost 20 years now it's been the job of this football team to hold over the fans to get to basketball season which is a sad state of affairs for an athletic program but let's be honest that's what it is and this team has not done that pandemic or not this team has not done it and when Once you get to the, all right, we're counting down the days to basketball sort of vibe, that's when you know this program has gone south. And it's been going south for a while. You saw a little blip. You saw a little blip where the compass pointed north for a hot sec, But now it's back to where it was. And I mean, every single Saturday morning, I produce a, a college football show at the radio station I work at in Chicago. And the host comes in every week and we talk about some of the gambling picks we like for the week. And... He was like, all right, who do you like this week? And I said, Liberty. I love, love, love Liberty this week. And he was like, Someone no, bet you, you how cannot... much on them? Yeah, I saw the, uh, what was that. Rovell Rovel tweeted this out. Someone bet like 95 grand on Liberty. And I saw yeah, that was free the money. Action Network <laughs> too was, um, they do their models and stuff like that. And um, when you looked at, I, I read one of the articles and it had a little tidbit in there about the Syracuse Liberty game. And they said, this is a great play on Liberty this week. They're a three-point favorite on the road, but my model has them as an eight-point favorite. And so there's right. a ton of value there. So you're seeing the computers, and then it obviously went out and played out on the field, but you're seeing that. That's how, how down this, like, everything. Computers, people, analytics, all that stuff. They're all down on Syracuse football right now, and rightfully so. And it's not going to get better because Clemson's next week. No, these yeah. Owls are not gonna gonna get better against a Tiger team that just went out and threw up over seventy points on Georgia Tech. I mean, my God, it's bleak times. And I do want to talk a little bit about the quarterbacks too. Rex yeah. Culpepper was not good. I do think I saw improvement. He wasn't that bad, though. Really? No, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was good, but I saw improvement. Now, nineteen of forty. Yikes. You cannot be, yeah. you cannot be chucking the ball under fifty percent in college football. Two hundred eleven yards, the three touchdowns. I mean, the touchdown. Who's the la- the one to Queeley, The last touchdown that he threw. Yeah, I thought that was one of the best throws he's had of his career. And he
0: should have had two to Taj. Taj. Yeah, if, he, flat if he, out he
1: drops it. Yeah, and, and Taj is a whole another issue we can get yeah, into. Yeah, let's right get now. into can that. Can we do that? Yeah. All right. Well, just closing thought on the quarterbacks. I do okay, think yeah. that. Rex did enough in the first half to warrant starting the second half. But once you started getting deeper and deeper into that second half, I think it was time to make a change at a certain point. See, and it sounds like Jacobian and Morgan yeah. was going to be the next guy up. Because from the tweets that I saw, he was running with the twos in the pregame warmups. So maybe it is Jacobian and Morgan. And I would love to see some sort of shuffle. And I don't think Clemson's the best time to present... Uh, this sort of shuffle right here.
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. They they should throw in a freshman at some point soon. I mean, just give him a shot. I, I don't see why not. So well, let's get into the Tosh thing if, if you want to. Yeah. He flips the bird. It's on camera. We saw Matthew Gutierrez tweeting about him a little bit and citing how some ex-players have told him that he's kind of been babied. And I'll be honest, like, I was kind of surprised. There's been a good amount of outroar against Taj Harris. I was following Syracuse fan, the message boards like Twitter. It seems like people are really upset and don't want to see these antics anymore. I'm kind of with them. And I think he should get suspended at least for the first half. Like I, at first I was like, huh, I don't know if they do that, but I thought about it some more and his attitude. It's not just that.
1: All year. Yeah. I mean, think about how many times and you can say, okay, maybe he's frustrated at himself at times, but when he makes a catch, sometimes and he, he's well short of the first down, and you just see him banging and banging and banging on the turf. Listen, yeah. I like the fire, but let's not look like a child. Right, it's a out fine there. line. It's it, there is a childishness to some of his actions, yeah. and then the throwing the hands up whenever Devito would miss a throw to him or Rex. That's would the miss part fire I really don't him. like. That that's the that's stuff not that, a good
0: teammate. That's not a yeah. good
1: teammate. And listen. Tosh Harris has put up some numbers this year. I think I saw he was the leader at one point, or maybe he was second in the ACC in receiving yards per game. So he's had the production, and he had it once again in this game. Nine catches, 96 yards, and a score. Could have even bolstered those even more. Could have had 10 for, what, probably like 140-ish and and another touchdown yeah. to go along with that. He's been great. And, I mean, you look at the, the depth of receptions, too. His longest reception was 18 yards in this game. So you... You put all of that together and I just, I don't get how you can go out there and think you're representing the program the right way. I mean, the flipping of the bird, that is awful. The fact that that got, and it's not like that, like you can see though that you see Tommy DeVito and him sitting on the bench. You know what that reminded me of? You know, when you're in class, when, when you're in grade school and there's those two kids who are always together, always causing mischief. That's what that reminded <laughs> me of. They're, they're sitting in the yeah. corner when the teacher is trying to teach a lesson and they're just off doing their shenanigans. That's what that was on that bench. That picture that is circulating all over social media, that's what that reminds me of. It's the two kids who are always talking out of turn. Always, they're they're on their phones during class. Like, they're just there to create havoc. And that's exactly yeah. what that was. I mean, Taj, you can see him looking at the camera and then, boom, up go the fingers. I mean, it, it was... It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Yeah. It's childish. It's immature. And you need to hand down some sort of action. And I'm wondering if sure. Dino's going to be asked about this tomorrow. I'm sure he won't disclose anything tomorrow, but it would not shock he better me be. if we don't... Yeah. Surprise! If It would not shock me if we don't see Taj suited up for the first half, if at all, in their trip to Death Valley this upcoming weekend.
0: Yeah, send a message. I, I totally would... You sus- know what?
1: Would you suspend him? I- I would definitely suspend them. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, especially okay. for yeah. a game where you can kind of play it off, right? I mean, in the, in season's a sense, lost. too. Like, well, yeah, the season's lost, but you don't want to get hurt against Clemson. Now, for Taj, he may see this as okay. I need something on my tape. I need to go out and show that I can go up against some of these burners out there. I thought there. you were
0: going to say he might have intentionally done this to not have <laughs> to play against <laughs> yeah, Clemson. That's his He's way doing of opting 4D out. Chess. You know what? Yeah. You know
1: what is uh, one of my favorite things that I've seen, like. Whenever there's something like this, it's the equivalent of the I got hacked on Twitter when you put out a, a bad tweet, and that that's insensitive or whatever the nature is. So back when Jalen Brunson was in high school, do you know this picture? He's in the state semifinals, and so. a photographer catches him going to the opposing student section. Now, Jalen Brunson was losing this game in, in the final seconds, and he was being taken out of the game, I believe. And he goes towards the student section of the opposing team and flips a double bird at them. And he's always <laughs> played it off as the camera just caught me at the wrong time. Like I was, oh yeah, I was sure. putting my hands <laughs> up and taking them down. And all of a sudden you just see a double bird aimed right at the opposing student section. And even the photographer has come out and said, yeah, I caught him at the wrong time. I don't know if he's saving Jalen's rear or what, but I've always like, I'm wondering if we're going to see some sort of weasel here. The
0: the I got hacked of I got caught on camera doing something stupid. All right, we got some great responses on Twitter this week. I always love chiming in with the folks on Twitter, and you can always tweet at us. Thank at God it's back. Yeah, thank God it was only down for a couple hours, and it's back up and running. But, I mean, usually it's fun to, you know, live tweet the game and get people's reactions we got this a fight, too. We started a fight, Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, right. The Liberty uh, crowd was getting it over Syracuse basketball versus Liberty as a program. That was something else. If you want to sift through that, I think it was off of the celebration that Liberty put out, which by all means celebrate. Like, that's their first one against an ACC school. Good for Liberty, honestly. I mean, and Hugh Freeze, like, he, he's doing something right down there for sure. We get a lot of good responses each week. It's always fun. You can always follow the show. like tweet at us for anything. If you want us to talk about something on a podcast, if you have an idea for what would be a fun segment to do, anything. We're we're open to anything on Twitter, and always appreciate you guys reaching out. So I figured we'd go through some of the better reactions we got this week. Um, first off, we we had a couple of quick and funny ones. Our good pal Manny Martinez. Just oh, simply yes. said, shut it down. Which we, <laughs> we love were asking Manny for and...
1: instant reaction from from our, our fans on and followers on Twitter. And yeah, yeah. shut it down. He just I said, think... shut it down. <laughs> shut it down.
0: <laughs> yeah, which uh, I think the way you phrased it was, give us your applications to other fandom. In- it felt like I was reading, like, Jets Twitter or something. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's getting that bad. And so, I, love, I love the crossover of some of our followers, because we have a lot of followers
1: that are both Jets fans or Giants fans, too, and Syracuse fans. And
0: you, you're tough. watching.
1: You, you wake up Saturday morning. You wake up Sunday morning, and you're just ready to take it on the chin every single time.
0: And it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It does stink, man. I mean... There's times where you watch that offense and it's so hopeless. You're like, can I just go play golf or like do something else right now? Like, I, I don't know. That's at least how I think sometimes. And I, I honestly did skip out on the fourth quarter a little bit and go play golf. I had a tee time. Yeah, I so don't blame you. I, I had to do it. Um. All right. So we also got Nick Latrell. another funny one. He just put the this is one of my favorite GIFs. I always laugh at this. The Mark Cuban. I'm out, Shark Tank yeah, Jeff. Where I love a good I'm out, saying, yeah. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, and for that reason, I'm out. So that was his instant reaction to where he's at with the Syracuse football program. One of our good friends, Connor Morissette, he uh, used to cover Syracuse and is still following them closely. He tweeted us a couple of times. He had a good point earlier in the game on basically that just the Sheer lack of offensive linemen they have gotten recruiting-wise and the talented offensive linemen, which I guess Kadir White is talented, but he has not panned out, obviously, partially due to injury. And he said, just the sheer lack of offensive lineman recruiting is a fireable offense for Dino Babers, which I kind of agree with. I mean, yeah. the O-line, again, is, it's been the more you look into it, putrid. The, the worse it gets. Yeah, And and, it, and Aaron you know, Service, again, the offensive like, what line, it, what's
1: going on? Oh, yeah, Aaron Service has a lot of things to figure out. Although, I will say this, the offensive line, Sean Tucker ran for almost 120, or I guess he, with the, yeah. the losses. So a little over 110 in the game. And Culpepper only sacked three times. I shouldn't be wow. having to say only three times, but yeah, because it's it feels. Liberty. I mean, yeah.
0: that I think if we should be able to beat Liberty in the trenches, like that's not we're not sitting here asking for us to go to Death Valley and give Clemson a run again. No, or, we're, we're not asking for much. Here. I saw it open at thirty-seven
1: at and a half, and it's already risen to I think to forty-four and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw Woo. that forty-four in Syracuse. That yeah. those two go together, great. Um. Okay, yeah, but Conor had also responded. Real yeah, quick, it.
1: your instant reaction to 44 and a half, which side are you playing? Uh, I mean, Clemson, probably. 44 <laughs> right? and a half, yeah. I, I
0: mean, mean, how much did they I beat would Georgia never, Tech I would by? never
1: touch a number that big, but what has, I mean, they just decimated had the team by it. almost 70 points. What are they going to do to yeah. Syracuse? Like, now, I get that Syracuse my, beat said team, but seriously
0: it gets to a point though where will they run up the score and i guess the answer is yes because they did it to georgia tech and it's going to be second and third stringers still scoring on syracuse and when you bring in a second or third stringer you can play the running up the score thing and you shouldn't do it but those guys are fighting for spots so they're not gonna like i mean their
1: punter went out and played a little qb will spires yeah had a better completion
0: percentage than rex culpepper well, that's that's not saying much. What was his fifty percent? He was a little under fifty, and he was two yeah. two
1: for three. So,
0: okay. So Connor Morissette says in a separate tweet, reacting to the game, says, "Not even a kumbaya meeting could save the season." Which <laughs> very true. Oh man, they're they're gonna need plenty of those uh, this week. Uh, a couple other good responses we got. Always on the John, who is funny funny name by the way. He always <laughs> tweets at us and has some good takes. He said. If I told you after Dino Babers got hired 5 seasons later even with COVID he had one winning season and five tries would you keep him for season 6 FYI almost certainly will be five losing seasons after this year if it's not a losing season then I mean I would uh I I'd do any any bet that would be like I'll ridiculous see, yeah. mm-hmm. like I'll go I'll, I'll be an impractical joker type person for a day and just <laughs> run around doing bets if it's not a losing season at this point he said follow up, how do you justify to paying fans to buy tickets if kept? That's the big question right, right. now. I mean people there are no me in the wallets there. right now. All right. And
1: eventually yeah. fans are gonna be let back in and, and hopefully everyone financially has recovered enough to a, where you can get back to using that disposable income on fun stuff like football games, basketball games, all that stuff. Well Yeah exactly. How how do you justify to a paying fan, Yes, come come see our giant scoreboard. Where's the optimism? Let's, Let's go watch a great football team. I mean, yeah, and that, I love to play the game of how many fans would be in the stands. And I think Brent Axe has tweeted this out a couple times, too. But how many fans would be in the stands every single game that they've had? And, I mean, how is this team drawing more than 15,000 for a game like this?
0: Yeah. Seriously. It'd be like a basketball game against totally Cross level I mean, you could socially distance
1: in the stands with, with standard ticket sales.
0: You really could. Yeah. No doubt. So... Uh, That's the thing for me, is when you get into the discussion of, is Dino the guy? Does he have it in him to come back from this? Is he going to get fired at some point? When is that going to be? I always fall back on, there is no optimism here. Like, you were saying there's no optimism this week, sure, because it's Clemson. But let's even go to next year. I mean, sure, there's some talent in the linebacker core. These young guys are getting some action early. They're, They're getting to play. I like Justin Lampson. I like the 2021 class. But it's still eons away from putting out a product that is going to be favored in a lot of ACC games and projected to make noise in the ACC. It is a long ways away from that. And plus, guys are probably going to transfer after this year. Oh, yes. We talk about Taj Harris and his frustration. Would you be surprised if
1: they transfer in the next couple of weeks?
0: Like, seriously, what, what
1: what is your motivation to finish out this season if you're any of these guys and i get that it's a weak move or whatever but you can claim pandemic and and yeah opt out of the season now maybe you don't get the greatest of reviews but what do you have to gain the rest of the way here seriously it's yeah it's a mess absolute mess
0: Yeah. All right. Last uh, tweet to shout out and then we can get out of here. Brandon Carmen, I I hope I'm saying that right. He said, first reply I read, fire Dino. Second reply I read, Dino won't slash shouldn't be fired this year. Glad to see our fan base is about as cohesive as our team. (laughs) Which, I mean, that is where it's very torn. I think most now we're coming to the let's get Dino out of here. But there is still a good amount of people on Twitter that we get. What's
1: the pulse of? Dino stay versus Dino go. If we were to put out a poll on Twitter, and maybe we'll do this during we the week. We should do that. Yeah. Like, how much? How many more years, or do you want Dino Babers to be the head coach of Syracuse football next year? What do you think that split is?
0: I would say 60-40 Dino should be the head coach. I think there's still, okay. maybe I'm off though. Maybe it's 50-50. You know, I think, I think there's still I think you've got your numbers more. flipped.
1: I do. I think it's 60-40 yeah. get out.
0: Yeah, I mean, That's what I would have guessed before Liberty. The thing about Liberty, it wasn't surprising, like I said. Like, we talked about it. We sort of expected this, and we both picked Liberty to win by 10. We probably should have been more in on the Flames. There was just a little bit of hesitancy, I think, at least on my part, because they hadn't played anyone. But the way that they won, the manner in which they won, was not that surprising to me. It was just disappointing. Like, it still didn't—I mean, it still stung to watch, even though you knew it was coming— and it's still going to sting to watch Clemson roll over them like instantaneously. I mean they're they're going to it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. I I don't yeah. even want to watch. I mean
1: so like, we got another tweet from one of our loyal listeners, Dominic. He says Travis yeah. Etienne will only play two quarters next week and have Josh Huff numbers at the half. He's right. <laughs> like he's right. Yeah. I I don't know how much Clemson players are going to be in this game. I think one or two quarters and shut it down. I mean, seriously, Probably. That, that, that's, like, all that's they what need. it is. Also, my favorite thing of angry football Twitter, too, that I just noticed this past week is you see all of these nice, like in their Twitter avatars, you see all of these nice faces. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's happy. Everyone's got to have that that good look on social media. And then they just spew venom in the 240 characters that they get.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. It's just the yeah. contrast of that when you see angry football fans next to that smiling avatar. What a concept.
0: Yeah. Well, keep sending us your takes on Dino Babers, on Syracuse, on the quarterbacks, on whatever, as we uh, get you ready for Clemson. <laughs> I mean, we, we got to talk some we, basketball. Is this a... I, uh, I, I need it for my sanity.
1: What about, uh, what do we think of doing a positive vibes only week this week, where we I just we kind of that. we just kind of spin the hits from the Clemson upset? We just go through a moment of the Clemson upset every single day the rest of the week. Boom! There's our Clemson preview.
0: I mean, positive it's a good vibes week, I don't know if positive I can stick to it. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try for sure. And that that would probably be better for my mental health. It's just part of me feels like we need to discuss how dire this is right now, and that Dino is, you know, he's got some a lot of things to prove at the moment. So we'll keep talking about it. We're here with you every single weekday. We always are. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow, we'll probably recap this game, maybe go over the film some more, and I'm sure we'll get into basketball. We have not talked about the blanket waiver that came down last yes. week. I we haven't had time to talk mm-hmm. about that. So everyone's getting a waiver if they want it. Could be an extra year of Buddy Bayheim and Marac- I guess more notably the seniors, Barama, Marak, those guys. So we will talk some basketball this week just for, for our sanity. But thanks for listening to us venting about liberty today you can catch us tomorrow for tyler i'm tim we'll talk to you guys then
1: shut it down